everybody. Welcome back. It's Implicitly Awkward here. I am one of your hosts, Alexia. And I'm your other host, Marcus. And today we thought we would do something a little bit different. We are going to do a meet your host episode so you guys can, you know, get to know us a little bit better. Yep. So we're going to play 20 questions and, you know, hopefully you'll learn a little bit about us through this episode and have a little bit more context for why we think about the world the way we do. Yeah. And who we are and hopefully it helps you guys and us to connect better to one another. So if you're ready, let's get to it. This is implicitly awkward. Cue the music. All right. This week's episode, we're going to play 20 questions. Um, it's a fun game. But before before we get into the game, can we play another mm-hmm. game? A different game? What? Uh-oh. What other game are we going to play? Can we play a game called Let Me Put You On? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I'm right, about so, it. Nice. All right. So uh, this game is basically... I'm going to put Lex on to something that I've just been doing or loving or watching, and she's going to put me on to something. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying, one of y'all out there would have heard of it before. I don't know. But, yeah, like, whatever is, like, on your heart, whatever is, like, uh, really, like, jazzing you up these days. So, mm-hmm. for me, let me put you on. I don't know if you ever watched a show called Hate Thy Neighbor. They got the second yeah. season on Hulu. Yo. Nope. There's the second season? There's a, there's a second season on huh. yeah, and it's on Hulu and all of the guests that uh all right so it's a comedian named uh Jamali Maddox and he basically goes and interviews hate groups and just like yeah. it's <laughs> like wild the, yeah the standoffish people in society and like the second season is just all people in America and it's like yo like it- <laughs> I've been watching. I've been binging "Hate Thy Neighbor" this past week, and like I'm just loving every bit of it because I sometimes feel like I'm crazy. I feel like I'm crazy, and I feel like I feel I'm like the only one in the world. Is like, is the world out there crazy? And like this show is just like a reminder, at least for me. It's like, yeah, no, you're not nuts. It's everybody else. There's there's people all over the world who just think very differently from me, and they believe that with their whole heart and good for them but like i hope i never run into any of these people ever <laughs> so yeah hate thy neighbor if you're not on check that one out mm-hmm. yeah it, it's pretty good i have to watch the second season um for myself let me think you know i have been watching like all of erica badu's live concerts or performances on youtube and her quarantine um sessions because i didn't watch them when she had posted them and to be honest like they're all amazing it it, it helps me to relax at nighttime too and i just love her her whole like how her aesthetic what she's about her music her intricacies she's like no one else she's so like authentically her so Yeah, I would say watch her quarantine sessions. They are amazing. 
Yeah, she's one of one. That is for sure. There's nobody like Erica Badu. Um, or like the the incense that she sells. You, did you hear oh, about that? yes. <laughs> one of one. She okay. was so quick. She was like, entanglements. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What is it? It's supposed to like, it's in... It's incense that is supposed to smell like her pussy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One of one. Okay. Legend. Okay. Um, Why? I, I've seen her live twice. And yeah, she's everything you think live. Um, I haven't oh, watched you the saw quarantine. saw her live? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Um, one time at Afropunk and then uh, another time in DC. But like, I haven't watched the quarantine tapes yet. So I'm going to check those out yeah it, it's so good it's amazing and she has like different rooms and two or different rooms too inside of her house that she decides to like do the sessions in oh, so good that's crazy so so good and that was let me put you on let me put you on you better sing you oh, better whoops. sing come on no no that was not me singing oh yeah yeah, yeah. all right it was somebody else with the microphone <laughs> all right turn up uh, okay, right, okay. So you ready to play 20 questions? Yes, I am ready. Okay. Are you right. ready? I'm ready as I'm going to be. Okay. Uh, what's your sign? Wow. Just like so forward. <laughs> uh, okay. My sign. So for everybody who doesn't know this out there, I am born on a cusp. I'm technically a Sagittarius, um, but I was born on the Scorpio Sagittarius cusp. So I do feel a little bit of both, um, but Marcus would probably disagree and say that I, <laughs> I am a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I'm a Sagittarius. I have a Pisces moon and I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. Turn up. Yeah. Gang. Um, <laughs> Marcus. I- <laughs> I am a Scorpio sun, Scorpio rising. Oh, shit. (laughs) Right, and Taurus moon, so you know I'm hard-headed. That is a lot. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny it. Scorpio sun, Scorpio rising, and a Taurus moon? Yep. Yep. I'm the fifth horseman. Let us pray. Let us pray. (laughs) I'm basically the fifth horseman, so it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Turn up. (laughs) um all right uh no wait 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 but i would say i would say yes you are such a scorpio <laughs> you are such a scorpio and like the taurus moon makes so much sense yeah yeah it's, it's, yep yep <laughs> yep not gonna deny it i'm not gonna deny anything it's, it's all true it's all true um yeah okay. um so marcus yeah what is the, the the story behind your name is there a story should people know about it Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, Marcus Jamil um, Owens. So, like, MJO is like the initials for all the guys on my dad's dad's side of the family. So, like, oh. my little brother's name Matthew. My dad's name is Marvin. Um, my I got an uncle named Mike. My grandfather's my paternal grandfather's name was Marvin. Um, mm. So we're all MJO. Um, we, I almost didn't get MJO though, um, because my, uh, my dad wanted to name me Marcus Aurelius. 
like the Roman general. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And like my mom looked it up and basically said, he's a killer and you're not going to name our son after a murderer. So I didn't get Marcus Aurelius. I got Marcus Jamil. Um, so turn up. Um, yeah, that's the story behind my name. I like uh, that. Yeah. I like familial like names and carrying on some mm-hmm. generation ancestor type things. Yep, 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 yep. What about you? Any any cool stories um, with your name? Yeah, I do. So my name, Alexia. Um at the time there was a lot of people being named like Alexa, Alexis, Alexandra, and my mom I guess like wanted something different so she was trying to figure out how she could like make a variation on that so she came up with Alexia um and the reason why she went with the Alex kind of thing is because my parents I believe their first date was at a restaurant called like Alexandra's or something like that in San Francisco so yeah they they decided they want to do the Alex and then she tried to kind of be creative and come up with Alexia. And then for my middle name, Emilia, that is my mom's name. And then I believe it's also on my mom's side, my like great grandmother's name as well. So it's something that like just gets passed down through generations. Um, But yeah, sweet. that's kind of the little story on my names. Okay. So, like, some family tradition in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, what's your favorite spot in L.A.? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. My favorite spot. Well, recently, just because of, like, quarantine and all this stuff, it, it's pretty limited and where you can go so for me recently i've been really into going to playa del rey beach just because there's i hope this doesn't bring more people there it probably won't because we don't have that many listeners no we do have a good amount of listeners but yeah, not that many <laughs> right, right right shout out to everybody listening we appreciate you we also, love you but don't come to this beach <laughs> but please stay away from me <laughs> i'm just kidding um so yeah Playa del Rey Beach oh yeah there's not that many people there and it's just like just so beautiful I love the ocean love the beach so right now that's my favorite place um prior oh I don't know prior like what my favorite favorite like I I really like to go out and like dance and Mm. celebrate have a good time and I do enjoy this place called Kanya Rumbar. Um, they have like a lot of great dancing, a lot of like Latin music. Um, they do like specialty cigars, stuff like that. It, it's really cool. So that as well is a, is a cool spot. I don't, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like it. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, I think my favorite spot, I don't think I have a favorite spot. Um, like, especially because of quarantine, like I've just been doing a lot of exploring and just like driving around. Um, Mm -hmm. I think my favorite spot that I, I, I found was like kind of closer to Malibu. 
Like I just drove, mm. I drove the PCH for the first time and like just seeing like the water and just like the, just the view on that highway. And then I just took a, a random right off of the highway and ended mm. up on a hill and then the hill just had this really crazy view and it was just like, man, nah, I get it. Like, but then like, I get why people live over here, but then like these houses are gorgeous. Who mm-hmm. are these people that live over here? Like you just live like this. That's crazy. Like, um, so like, that's a, that's, I don't know. Driving the PCH has been a lot of fun. Um, and another favorite spot, my favorite mural, I think I found, is on 51st and Fig, 51st mm-hmm. and Figueroa. Like, uh, I forget the name of the artist, um, but he drew a, a whole mural of Schoolboy Q's Crash Talk album. And it's Ooh. like, I don't care what y'all say. I love that album. Okay. So it's like, when I found He's that. He's already. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, like, when I found that place, I was like, yo, this place, this is crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do is to drive around and find because there's so much artwork yeah in that is one walls. of your favorite things to do isn't it yeah I, yeah I mean I spend so much time in my car so it's just like like just driving not necessarily with a place in mind but just going you know just driving and then like oh here I am here's another cool thing on the wall so like I think that's my favorite one though um but yeah I'm looking Super forward to dope. finding like my my favorite bar like that, you know, because I didn't really go out yeah. like, that much yet before. Like, you know, I don't know what my favorite bar is in LA. To be honest, mm-hmm. mm. I I feel like I still need to figure that out because I had been gone from LA for a long time, and so. Like, in New York and Brooklyn, I could tell you, like, favorite spots or bars or things like that much easier. But in L.A., it's like I'm kind of like an adult for the first time, like, living in Los Angeles. Even right. though, like, I've been from here, you know, middle school and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a different experience. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I'm sure, like, the it's changed a lot since the first time you lived over here, too, so. Oh, yeah, like, there's, like, new, like, people never went downtown, like, there was not that much stuff, and now, like, the Arts District is down there, which is, like, super pretty and stuff, but there's so many new things, like, Playa Vista, too, that didn't exist when I left, and it's, like, just this, like, tech hub and super beautiful. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah, it all happened so quickly too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. So, oh man, I, I almost got into a whole thing about gentrification just now. <laughs> Let's not do that. This is the fun episode. This is the fun episode, everybody. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> just so much fun right now. <laughs> right. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, oh, I don't know if i know this marcus what is your favorite color okay so i got i got three favorite colors uh-huh they are three favorite colors three three three, three. okay royal blue royal green royal purple um, just so much royalness yeah you know what i'm saying like i am royalty you know what i'm saying we was kings nah, I'm just, just kidding Joke. hey i know i like that vibe that's good that's good 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. They they're just they look deeper than the other ones, man. Like I don't know, it just looks so sweet. Like yeah, especially royal blue. They have dimension. Yes, mm-hmm. depth. Okay, some some oomph. Okay, <laughs> so Scorpio right now. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. What, what's your favorite color? Um. I really like I th- I don't know if it's like a maroon. I'm not sure. I do like royal colors too. Mm-hmm. It I like that like red purple color. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice mix of the two. Like burgundy? Um it's like a burgundy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I really like that. I enjoy mm-hmm. that color. It is very deep and royal mm-hmm. and just like complex. Yes. And it's like Yo, if you got on burgundy anything, you're making a statement. <laughs> Facts, okay? Just like, you don't wear burgundy to play games. That's that's so real. Like, yeah, I hear that. I hear you loud and clear. Um, I don't play games. Right. <laughs> but I'm playing this game. Right, right. This is the one time. I don't Just usually play games. Time. <laughs> um, so ridiculous. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Uh, so what are three albums or artists that you have in rotation Hmm. let's see so i would say erica badu um i don't know if there's a particular album i've just been listening to a lot of her stuff um just like everything her last album what is it called she just like redid that one drake song hotline bling Oh, oh my god. It's goodness. like something telephone. Yeah, but every song was telephone related. I can see the album yeah. cover right now. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it, which is not that great. But I've been listening to that a lot and I've been listening to um Ooh, Outcast as well. Um yeah. I've been really, really into that. And then I I I've also been listening to some like heat wave, the bars, you know, like some funk, yeah. soul, yeah, sounds. That's definitely like been my vibe right now. Right, right. I feel you. What yeah, about so that, you? All of those are like I don't know about you, but those are like songs that I want to like cook dinner to. Yes, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just me though. Um, like, but see, I've been cooking a lot of dinner, so okay. when I play this. <laughs> true <laughs> makes sense it makes sense yeah um lately i've been listening to a lot of like isley brothers yes um it's like perfect driving music mm-hmm. um a lot of isley brothers i've been listening to um black's latest ep uh six piece hot like um yeah i've been playing that one a lot um and the weekend's latest album um after Mm. hours i yeah i'm not over it yet like that was one of like the first like i'm thinking about like there's been so much music that has dropped during during like quarantine so far and like that that particular album i just can't get over it like i keep going back so yeah Mm -hmm. that's been my jam um, that's true a lot of music has been dropped like did we forget that Childish Gambino like 
dropped a whole album he did. He did. in the and beginning I, of quarantine. What? I remember like, liking it. I remember liking it. I just haven't listened to it again yet. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked it too. Like Algorithm. I love that song. There's so many songs on there that I really, really enjoyed. But like for some reason, yeah. I haven't like gone back to it too many times. And I love Trash Gambino, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm definitely gonna have to revisit that one now that you brought it up. Like, yeah, I completely forgot about that too. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, what is your go-to drink? This can be like non-alcoholic. It could be alcoholic. It, it's it's whatever you like. My go-to drink is water, and it's it's totally water. That's like well. Of- <laughs> of course yeah it's water like yeah i like i I drink a lot of water i like water um and it's not even for my health i'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you like i i drink water because like i had a lot of a lot of pimples in high school and it's just like i i don't like we're getting to the truth it's the truth i'm telling you i'm not doing it for my health i'm doing it because i don't want pimples so I, i drink a lot of water it's pretty boring what about you? Water. I mean, I always like I drink a lot of water throughout the day as yeah. well. Um, but hmm. Go to go to drink. This is just so boring. <laughs> like seltzer. Like that's yeah. so just <laughs> like water like, with so, bubbles. <laughs> like that's like whack. <laughs> seltzer. What kind of seltzer though? Um, I really like I really enjoy cherry seltzer <laughs> fruits. I also like uh, kombucha as well. Okay. Trying to stay healthy. I like that. Um, more fun drinks, I guess. I like wines. Um, I like a nice April spritz as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, rum. Rum is cool. Rum, is rum drinks. Rum is great. Try to, try to like spice it up a little bit for everybody here <laughs> yeah well all right yeah that, that, i feel like i should give more answers now yikes um uh, i mean like yeah i think my alcohol choice is whiskey for sure um yeah it'd be whiskey whiskey and water mm-hmm. how do you feel about how do you feel about like white claw and like truly's how are you feeling about those um they're fine like the it, it's sad because the cherry flavor of those is just awful. It's just awful. <laughs> it's just awful. But you know they're they're fine. You know trying to stay a little healthy, but also get a little buzz. It's only like five or four percent alcohol too. So I, I prefer to go for like the wine, the mm. wine in like a can, or like the wine in the little pouches to go the boxes oh yeah yeah yeah. um franzia franzia yeah i think that's a a brand okay true or i don't know i have no idea with that but yeah it's okay that's how i that's how i feel about them as well like i'm not convinced like they're cool don't get me wrong but like i wouldn't call myself a white claw outlaw like some of my other friends, so you know. a white claw outlaw. Yeah, I have never heard that. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh no, I haven't. I've never heard white claw outlaw. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Um, uh, but yeah, it's That's not me. I'm, I'm not the outlaw. 
Um, all right, let's see. Um, so what is your life outside the podcast? Oh, well, <laughs> funny you ask. So my life outside, well, right now, you know, we're not in classes and stuff. So I've been trying to do, you know, health and fitness stuff, try to work out, everything like that. But I also do work for the Dodgers Foundation as well. Um, So I do that. Uh, This sounds so boring right now. (laughs) It's not. It's not boring. It's the truth. Um. Yeah, but it's such like a quarantine downtime. Yeah, it's true. There's you not know, and we're not there. like we're not in the semester <laughs> and no. all that. I mean, I'm I'm getting excited to return to internship and like start doing some work in like decarceration and immigrant justice. Um. But right now, yeah, I. Doing the podcast, some work for Dodgers Foundation, trying to like stay healealthy and fit, um, coming up with new recipes, and really trying to like plan out for the future as well, like really get like my vision clear of like what I see my see for myself within like the next year or two years. I'm, I'm really into like manifestation and being able to really like get that visual down and like working towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that 100%. And might I just add, every food post that you post on Instagram always looks really great. Why, so, thank you. you know what I'm it looks like you're <laughs> killing it with the cooking over there. Um, Why, thank you. I did red beans and rice. It was delicious. Yo, I don't know. We're aligned because I also had red beans and rice tonight. Uh, <laughs> did you really? Oh, yeah, my mom so made good. it though. It wasn't me. My mom made it. <laughs> yum so good so marcus what's your life like outside of the podcast and i have to double tap it's pretty boring there's really not that much happening um i uh i'm i'm currently working as a tutor um tutoring through like a tutoring in anthropology class so i do that uh, like during the mornings four days a week um currently i'm not in la i'm with my family in dc um but even when i was in la it wasn't like i was doing anything for real besides Mm -hmm. occasionally driving around just looking for murals um because you know it's just it's just too risky doing just to do stuff near people um being here in dc like it's been more of the same like it's, it's, it's nice to be like with my family um but like we're just quarantining at the house, you know, just getting in each other's way. All, you know, it's it's great. It's it's a lot of fun because like, you know, we're not together like this all the time. I live in LA. Mm. Then my my little brother lives in Orange, so he's also in California. So like, um, you know, it's it's nice to be here at the house with my parents. And like, my sister has her own place, and she was also here. Um, so like, hanging hanging with them has been great. Um, but besides hanging with them, I have no life outside the podcast. It's a <laughs> shout out to quarantine, shout out to COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like we want COVID to go away. Wear face masks, everybody. Please wear wash your hands. a mask, everybody. 
telling Por favor. I don't want to have another summer like this. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm begging, like, yo. So, all that. Um, all that. Yeah. I feel you. Well, <laughs> here's a fun question. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite cartoon character, Marcus? Man. I got a few. Um, wow. Surprise, surprise, huh? Uh, <laughs> Um, I used to really love. You can't just pick one. No, nah, I can't. I don't know. I, I'm just I, kidding. I love Dragon Ball Z. That was my that was my joint. Wow. Um, so Goku was always my favorite character. It was Goku and then Trunks. Um, um mm. those were my two. Uh, recently though, like the most recent cartoon I watched all the way through was Adventure Time. Um, and mm, mm-hmm. I think Jake on Adventure Time is my favorite character, is my favorite character on that show. I think he's my favorite cartoon character at the moment. Um, yes, Jake, Jake the dog, just stretching out, <laughs> just just doing absolute most and absolute least at the same time. I don't know, that's a zany <laughs> show, but I loved every bit of it. Um, yeah. That is a good show. I watched it a, a few times, and it's like pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's so it's so it's so like it's low pressure. <laughs> it's just so low pressure, but it's so good. Um, yeah. What What's your favorite cartoon character? Um, you know, I think growing up, I, I will say I also have a few. Um, Hello Kitty. That was yes. my shit. Really? Are you I, kidding I, me? I believe that. Yes. I believe that. Yes. Everything Hello Kitty. Yeah. Like little journals, pens. Like they had a Hello Kitty show, like yes. movies and stuff. I don't know if people knew about it, but they did. The merch. And, and it was great. Yeah. T-shirts. I don't know. Erasers. Anything yes. Hello Kitty was like that was it it was mm-hmm. great water bottles um i i also like tweety bird as oh. well <laughs> yeah. true 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 um uh, i had like i remember my cousin got me this like really big tweety bird bank from el salvador and like they brought it back for me and it was like super awesome i loved it but then i like moved one time and it got broken and Dang. i was really sad about it Dang. very sad um yeah i guess i guess those two for like nostalgic purposes mm-hmm. oh it. sailor moon sailor yo, moon cannot forget yo i started sailor moon like a month ago like from the top i'm wow. into it yeah like I how, never how is it through. yo she's so she's always running into stuff like it's so cute but it's like yo <laughs> it's great i'm enjoying it oh uh, yeah I'm in like I'm like what about 15 episodes in to the first Wow. Um, that's pretty good. I got the time, you know. I'm sitting at the house, so you know. <laughs> so after quarantine, like, where are you dying to go on a vacation to? Man, you know, and it's funny because remember when we had first met? I told you I didn't have a passport, and you gave me this look. Like what? You don't have I was a like, passport. You need to get yourself a passport. But now I guess it doesn't matter. Straight up. So now yeah. I got my passport and then a week later the whole country shut down. 
Um, so I'm kind of bitter about it, but I'm glad I have it. And when once we're allowed to travel again, I'm trying to go to London. I've always wanted to see Chelsea play in real life. Yes, I'm a Chelsea fan, and I'll fight all you. It's fine. Um, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Chelsea fan, and I want to see them play live, and I've always wanted to go to Stamford Bridge. Um, so that's, that's like the dream goal. Like, and I'm going to make that happen, but, you know, just going to wait for Big Rona to go away so we can make it happen. Big Rona. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Rona. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, where um, where would you go? Where would you go? Ooh, you know, there's like a few places, like vacation, vacation spot. I really want to go back to Puerto Rico. Mm. I love that place. I love that island. Like it's just beautiful. Everything. Mm. I love the beach. Um, tropical environments that's like my jam um so i would love to go back um i also guess it's gonna be a little bit easier just because puerto rico is a territory so you know it's a possibility to travel there um also i need to go to atl to atlanta um my my partner's from there so i would like to go see it and like you know, meet some people and things like yeah. that. So that um, would be also another place to go. Seriously. I've been to Atlanta like twice in my life. And really? Yes. The barbecue there is great. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to put barbecue down on my list. Yes. Um, and the car culture. I like the, like, I'm, I'm, I'm also into cars. I like cars. So like, I saw some I saw some whips while we were in Atlanta too. So like I don't know if that's if that's your thing or not, but like no, I love too. cars. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm excited. I ha- I have like no idea. I've only been to like New Orleans, which I love. Um, Damn list. It's on my list. I've never been. Yeah, we should we should take a trip. Yeah, New we Orleans. Gotta, we gotta go see Lou Jean. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have to go see Lujin. Shout out. Shout out to Lujin. What's up, man? If you're listening. <laughs> you're awesome. Right. Um, all right. Here's a question for you. Where is your happy place? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I, have, I feel like I say this all the time, and I've said this multiple times, but, like, the ocean, mm-hmm. the beach, like, that's – I just, I love it. It's so calming, relaxing. I love the smell. Also like to like get into the ocean, swim around. Like I'm just the happiest at the beach for real. Like just so much peace, so much serenity. Yeah. True. What about you? I love the beach. I didn't, I I regret not going to the beach more this past year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to change that. In this coming year for sure um i think my happy place is like it's my car i feel like i do i i think i do my best my best thinking while i'm driving um, mm-hmm. um but then like you know it's also like it can be kind of stressful because people are wild <laughs> but yeah I, I like driving um i like taking solo trips just spontaneous solo trips just places just to see where i end up 
kind of just like mm-hmm. exploring and stuff. Um, yeah, like not necessarily like driving to any place in particular. Just, but I just feel like I like the playlist is always hitting. Like, like whether it's like sun or rain, you know. Like I got a mood. I got a playlist for every mood, so it's gonna be okay. Like mm-hmm. we can make it. We can get some sunshine during the rain anyway. I, there are ways. Um, so yeah, I think it's in my car. Um, okay. Well, who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, ooh, hmm. You know, I would say. I think it's this actor. His name's Kofi Soribe. <laughs> good looking dude. He's a good you looking know, dude. You know him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's a very attractive male. <laughs> um, he was in this show, uh, Queen Sugar. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he just seems like a very cool dude. He's very attractive. Mm-hmm. I think he's a Sagittarius too. Uh oh. So, you know, really? he probably has a good personality. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, celebrity crush wise, probably probably him. But I have a, a real life crush that's like pretty amazing too. So <laughs> Yeah, nice cleanup. Well done, well done. <laughs> oh, I thank uh, you, sir. <laughs> um Celebrity crush, I got two. Um, Marcus can never pick. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I, I gotta honor them both. Like, first off, wow. Rihanna. First off, Rihanna. Okay. Oh yes, yeah, I knew that. Rihanna, if you're yeah. listening to this, just like, just let me know. Just let me know. That's all I got. Um, anytime. anytime <laughs> That's how you know. shoot your shot. If she's listening, I hope she is. She probably isn't, but like, it's fine. One day she will. It's okay. Um, so she's number one. Number two is Joyce Rice. Um, she's this mm. amazing singer. She's so good. Uh, she's based in LA. Um, yeah, everything about her, like her music, her voice, her face, all of it. Just mm-hmm. she's just great. Um, so yeah, Joyce, if you're listening, just let me know. Just. <laughs> Just let me know. He's shooting his shot right here. Listen, so <laughs> just let me know. That's all I got. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is some good advice you've gotten lately, Sir Marcus? Hmm. He's like, none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no good advice. <laughs> No one is good, right? Nah. Um, I think some of the best advice that I got from my friend Fran, who also is a Sagittarius. Um, hey. One time she told me, "Do what you do and do it well," and like I felt that's, like, yeah, that's like, very I, Sagittarius. <laughs> And I don't know, like, it just felt like, it felt like, especially for the moment when she told me that, like, it helped me just kind of simplify, like, everything that was going on. It's like, recognize your power, what's within my power, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, what can I control, 
and like what can i what can i do um so it's like i don't know like thinking about like what i can control and like especially the things that i have like complete control over i can do amazing things with that so just like Mm -hmm. do what you do and do it well so yeah that's the best advice like i got lately um yeah i love it it's like it's simple but also like very profound mm-hmm. and to the point and like yeah. it cuts out the extra bs yeah absolutely yeah um, i'm definitely about that um ooh, lately hmm i don't know if it's lately but i would say like maybe really like being able to just like be authentically who you are hmm. yeah. and like live in that power yeah like if i were to break that down it would be to really like <laughs> this is so like Sagittarius to like really fuck with yourself yeah but like not in like an inappropriate way but in a way of like this is who I am right and like I'm a beautiful person I have these great skills and like I'm not gonna let other people mess with my energy or tell me that I can't do something or that some I don't belong in a place or a space yeah 100 percent 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, you can't you can't let people tell you or like give you like the 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 what's it called? The structure. Like I am the structure. Like you yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Um okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we already know my answer to this one. Oh man. Oh yeah, okay. So the question <laughs> the question is beach, mountain or desert. So I guess your answer is beach. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. I went to okay. I went to the desert this weekend. Okay. Everybody. Right. And you know, the desert kind of creeps me out during the day. <laughs> okay. It's like I got bad vibes. It's just weird for me. Like, like not that much can live out there. It, it, like mirages, like that stuff happens. I also some poo-poo face, like <laughs> rear-ended me and i just like had the vibes before too i was like this place is like kind of sketchy i don't like how like you know the roads are there's not that much out here and you know this thing happened so the desert i just don't know like in the evening at nighttime beautiful the stars Mm. so calm peaceful i think it's beautiful but during the day the desert like freaks me out (laughs) yeah yeah wow you know, I've yet to like go to the desert. Um, um, I do need to go over to Joshua Tree, though. I'm I'm really interested to see it. Um, it's I think cool. it, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm sorry about your car. Um, it's, it's whack. It's so whack. Yo, everybody, be responsible drivers out there. Don't rear end people, please. Please. Pay attention because yeah. you could really like hurt someone and hurt yourself. Right. And apologize to the person that you hit if you do hit somebody. What? Side note. Right. Side note. (laughs) The person never apologized. And on top of it, after hitting my car, 
decided to try to like spit some game on me, yep. aka hit <laughs> on me. Yep. Like, no, thank you, sir. Yeah, no, man. thank you, sir. I you were also born that. in 2000. No, thank you. We are too far apart in age. Yo, I can't and believe. And the audacity. Yo, I can't believe. Like, yo, I just crushed her, 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 uh, her bumper. <sighs> she totally wants me. Like, yo, I can't believe he thought that. That's crazy to me. It, like, horrible. He, like... The way he texts is the way he drives. Reckless. No, oh, thank you, sir. That's a bar. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So, I'm sorry that happened. Um, yeah. Thank you, Marcus. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say. The, I'm gonna say the beach because out of those three places, I've spent more time at the beach than the mountains mm-hmm. or the desert. So I'm gonna say the beach. Say the beach as well. I like that answer. <laughs> Okay, what's your uh, what's your favorite season? Ooh, you know my favorite season usually is summer. Like I love the summer, okay. um, especially in New York. Like being out in the streets, um, oh, I, just I like you. It. Yeah, it's just like very vivacious. Like at nighttime too, everybody's out late. You know, just talking, mingling. There's so many different events, and like also going to the the beach in New York is so fun and cool yeah. and then you can go upstate so the summer just always seems very like alive to me and like there's always great things to do but unfortunately with COVID this year the summer has been pretty pretty chill it's and been boring low key. it's been the key is so low Man, it is the key so low, low. <laughs> I just on the ground the key is on the ground it's on the floor (laughs) yeah i don't know your favorite season marcus oh yeah my favorite season is fall um um Mm. you know the you know that one meme where everybody's like i can't wait for the fall to come so i can start dressing yeah that I'm, i'm one of those i'm totally one of those who am i who am i kidding like i feel like i have all the fall outfits um mm, and like mm-hmm. it's weird because you know now i live in la it's basically yep. summer all year so all my fall <laughs> outfits they just stayed in the drawers yeah, it's, just, it's cool <laughs> you could wear it maybe like one that one day where it gets cold <laughs> yes the one day where it starts to rain you know yeah what I'm yeah um you're like ooh, it's a little chilly it's sweater time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um definitely um, but yeah, fall's my favorite. Um, and it has everything to do with my birthday too, because fall babies are you the best. Know. You know. We are the best. It's facts. Fall babies. It's facts. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I do enjoy the fall. Um, I, I like those outdoor things, you know, like some fall festivals, mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. some apple picking stuff, little pumpkin patches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Yes. Very nice. Oh, a little photo shoot with the leaves. Okay. Oh, with all the leaves. <laughs> yes, I feel you. Um, I just like be holding the leaf up, like just, <laughs> just exactly. Yes. Take the picture. Get the angle. That's not the angle. Get the angle. <laughs> you gotta highlight the leaf too, yes. please. Yes, I feel you. <laughs> um. Oh, so silly. Um. Okay, why don't we go to uh, your spirit animal? Hmm. I want to say... I'm ready for this. I want to say, like, house cat. Okay. I think my... I don't own cats, but, like, 
I don't know. I'd be chilling. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect that. I feel like I'd be chilling, but I feel like cats are also like antisocial. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> and like, you know, I feel like I have those moments. You know, I, like, I feel that. But then like also I like attention, you know? So then like, mm. so when I want the attention, I'm all up in your face. I feel like house cats do that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. I could really see that. I would say my spirit animal would be like it's similar to yours. Um, I would say it would either be like a jaguar or some kind of cat feline type animal just because I feel like the way that I move, I'm also very like observant. But sometimes I like I want to be by myself and have my space. But at the same time, you know, when I want attention, I can definitely like be up in someone's space. Mm-hmm. True. True. Jaguar. I see it. I can see yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Here's here's a good question. Um, do you have any good tattoo stories? Um. Yeah. I think all of my tattoos for the most part, have um, meaning or story. Um, One is a rose, and that's for my father who passed away. And what was cool about that one was that I had picked this artist in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, and it ended up being that he was also Salvadorian and... He was a Capricorn like my dad was. So it was really cool just mm-hmm. to like bond over that. And I, I got that on my birthday. And then the other one is also by a Latinx artist. And yeah, we just like, it was really cool. It was also the same shop in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Um, ooh, I'm for, I think, shoot, I'm forgetting its name. Damn, I was going to plug it right now. But the artist who did my tattoo, his name's like, I think on Instagram, it's like Juju Tattoos or Ju Tattoos. His name's Julian. Okay. And um, he's from Riverside and he was out in New York. And before I had moved back to LA, I decided to like get a tattoo to just kind of like culminate my experience there. Mm-hmm. And I picked a Jaguar, um, a black Jaguar, just because I identify with that animal. And in mayan like culture and history the jaguar was a symbol of kind of a deity that could live in both spaces of like the living and then also the spirit realm Mm -hmm. so it could transition like back and forth between those two and i really i really like that and i i resonated with that so yeah okay that's dope i love that what about your tattoos, sir? Um, so, my first one that I got, I got a GMA um, on, my, on my shoulder. Um, and it, it's one of the indinkra symbols, meaning except God. Um, and, like, for me, I was just thinking that, you know, I was, um, all right, so I was raised christian my my family's always been a part of the church my dad has been a pastor my entire life um so faith is a big thing especially especially like in our family and like for me um and like this my first tattoo i got that 
um, for my 26th birthday mm -hmm. um, to say like, like my life could have gone in a bunch of different directions um, except God was there for me. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I'm finishing the sentence like that. And like, it, it, it was really cool because uh, the guy who did it for me, his name is Chris, his on Instagram, Dolphin Tattoos. Um, he happened to be, he happened to just move back from LA to DC. And I was telling him, I'm thinking about moving from DC to LA. And then it turned out we also had like, we, he also had lived on the East Coast in New York for a while. And I grew up in New York. And then we were bonding over like music stuff because like one of my friends came to get the tattoo with me just so, to see it happen. And like, we started talking about music and we were bonding on, on, on like on that note too. Like it was nuts. Like, um, mm -hmm. so that was like really cool. Um, uh, as far as I know, he's still at, uh, uh, what's it called? Is the hyena tattoos in DC? Uh, laughing hyena, yes, laughing hyena tattoo. Um, but yeah, um, that was my first one, and I want more, and I'm scared because of COVID, so I'm gonna wait. But there yeah. are more in the future. <laughs> That's gonna come. Yeah, I don't know. If, like I thought about getting some more. I also promised my mom I wouldn't get any more. She like freaked out on the yeah. last one so yeah yeah my mom freaked out too <laughs> <laughs> it'll be okay um oh okay we kind of were talking about this but places that you've lived okay um so grew up in new york city um new york yeah new york new york and i, I like we moved when i was like right before high school. So I went to high school mm -hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio. And my dad's side of the family's in Cleveland. Um, so like uh I've got a lot of people in Cleveland. I went to high school and college there. I went to I lived in a uh, Cincinnati for a year and a half because I, I went to Xavier U in Cincy and then I transferred to John Carroll U back in Cleveland. So I got a lot of Ohio ties. Um and then then we moved to DC. So uh, we moved there in like 2000. My dad moved in 2011. I ended up coming in 2015. Um, mm -hmm. And then I lived there for four years and then moved to LA. Um, I think my favorite place that I've lived, um, it's gotta be DC. Um, it's just like, like, I I miss being in in spaces where like it's mostly black people. Um mm -hmm. so it's like it's like a different feeling. I just love it so much. And it's like I was an I was an adult here, you know, like I I I was yeah. like working here. So like I have like adult friends here and like um it's a different experience. It was so cool like trying to like establish myself and like like I'm old enough to like go to bars, you know what I'm saying? And not just like the college bars that's like just by campus, you know, like I don't know, like those, like those adult adventures that I always like dreamed about. They all happened in DC, so I think that's my favorite place that I've lived. Um, but yeah, I that's enjoy awesome. it. Though. I'm liking it though. Um, what about you? <laughs> um. So, 
I have lived in Illinois. So okay. I was like born in Illinois in Naperville. And I moved when I was about two years old to the Bay Area, um, San Francisco. So, and I lived there for like nine years. My parents met in San Francisco. My mom immigrated from El Salvador to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So that's like a pretty, pretty warm place in my heart. I have a lot of family there as well. Um, And then... From there, after nine years, we moved back to Chicago for two, and I lived there, and then we moved to L.A., and I moved to L.A., I think it was like, I think it was like sixth grade, seventh grade, or something like that, and I did six to the end of high school in Los Angeles, um, but the South Bay area, so it's like more beach vibe, more like a little bit surfer, low-key and then I moved to New York City at 18, Let's and I go. lived there for, yeah, for seven years. Um, I lived in the city, Dang. like lower Manhattan, and then I also lived in Brooklyn, and I love Brooklyn. Yeah. I, like, lived in Brooklyn. I worked out, like, in Coney Island um, at a point at a high school, and it was it was great. Like, honestly, just those years of growing up and becoming an adult and becoming my own person like New York City is there's nothing like it and I think it's like such a big part of who I am um so I would say I I love New York for sure definitely one of my favorite places but I'm also like happy to be back in LA and to kind of have a little bit more like relaxing (laughs) of a time and yes <laughs> like nature, it's easier to go grocery shopping. Oh, yeah. Um things are a little bit more laid back. So it's a nice change of pace, but I'm a very like adventurous person and mm-hmm. I like going different places. So we'll see if I stay in LA long term or there could be another spot that I end up in. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. And yes, New York City is the greatest city on the planet. Bar none. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me if you disagree. Um, but uh, but yeah, I hear you. Um, New York's great. Like it's great. It's no place. I like just it. think people are just so like, th- and this is the thing with COVID. Like people are like, okay, fine, we gotta do this. Like we get it. It's bad here. Like we're just gonna like buck up and like do it because we have to. Like New York's strong, everybody. Right, straight up. Um, <laughs> yeah. COVID is really, really messing me up, man. I'm hit, yeah, like, and I'm, like, I'm thinking about my experience being in L.A. prior to this pandemic and, like, learning the city and, like, seeing people out. And people are still out and about, but it's just, like, it's a very different feeling um, when you have, like, that sense of security that, Mm -hmm. like, you can just be out and, like, people are, you know? Um, Yeah. So L.A. has to do better. We're talking to you, Mayor Garcetti, if you hear this. Be better. Um, we are talking to you. And we, while, <laughs> oh, yeah, and while we're on the subject. Um, we, re- we retract our statements. <laughs> no, straight up. Like, we were believing you in you at one point. And, yeah, like, this was before all of, like, the protests and such. Yeah, all that. Seriously. Like, Mayor Garcetti, you got to be better. Do your job. Hold people yeah. accountable. We're talking about LAPD. 
we're talking mm-hmm. about enforcing the mask thing, all of it. Um, Everything. Um, <laughs> all right, getting off the soapbox. <laughs> um, okay, well, maybe we should wrap it up with who or what radicalized you hmm. or like made you political or maybe into the topics that we discuss in this um, podcast. For me, so I, you know, I'm a black man in America. And so every time, sometimes, like every time someone gets killed by law enforcement, like I, I just feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really hard to not, to not have like a stance when we're talking about life and death, um, we're talking about people being mistreated, mm-hmm. um, and like, like, like Ferguson, like rest in peace, Mike Brown. Um, but then, like, for that one for sure. Um, but then, like, being in Ohio, being in Cleveland when Tamir Rice got killed, like. My kid was 12, a child, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like, and I don't know, like, it was always like uh, at the top of my mind, especially because like, you know, I was like, I was in college, I was an undergrad when all when those happened, um, but like, it was the summer that Philando Castile and Eric Garner were both killed, mm-hmm. like, I think that was the summer that really like like I don't know maybe something about it like like coming up I just thought maybe like all right yeah like yeah bad things happen from time to time and we're gonna get over it we're gonna get through it um but I feel like like those happening so close together at least for me like is what set set me over the edge in terms of just like just like wanting justice um Mm -hmm. But then it was like the the people that I was around, like uh like I got a good friend named Stella, and Stella would always like be on my she would be on my head about a lot of things because like, you know, I'm a man, so like I have to check my male privilege all mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to, because like I've got I've got a lot of it. But like, you know, like you know, people didn't really do stuff like that for me before like people didn't like like call me out on on stuff like just very in my face about these things you know mm-hmm. um, so I and I appreciate her for that because it forced me to like look inward and you know and it's like a, it's going to be a thing that I'm always have to look looking inward in like every situation that I'm in um but it's like if like if I have all of this privilege then like what am I missing right so it's like I can't be the only one that's missing these things because like, we all have blind spots and that's okay. Um, but just be aware of them, be willing to like, be willing to admit that you have them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that is what, that's what did it. And it's kind of what inspired me to like, keep trying to force these conversations. All right. So who or what radicalized you? Um, you know, I feel like you touch upon 
a really good point because it's hard when you, I mean, it's just like, it's, it goes hand in hand, like being a child of an immigrant from El Salvador, being Latina, identifying as a female, walking through this world, like you experience things and you see, you, you have a perspective perspective and you see other people being treated in a certain way um, because of how they look, how they might speak, their gender orientation, things like that, the color of their skin, all that stuff. So it's hard to not um, become radicalized or political when you walk through the world and you see such like injustices. So I think that um, and I would say also this class that I took, I've, I, I spoke about it a few times, but the class I took at NYU in my first master's in drama therapy, it was a cross-cultural awareness class. And just like reading all of the literature um, on like systemic oppression and racism and inequality all of that like it it really just gave me the foundation and the information that I needed and also like the validation that like like, these topics are important and it's okay and and it's more than just like okay like I need to use my voice and like be a critical thinker and my opinions do matter and also to like have awareness of myself and my own privileges as well so yeah, I would say my my upbringing, my culture, who I am as a person, then combined with this class and then also like working working with adults with severe mental illness and working with adolescents of color as well, like a lot of those adults were adults of color um that, you know, had different learning abilities that had different like actual physical abilities communicated in different ways um and having things like schizophrenia and like you just really realize you know like how people decide that a group of people are like oh they're this or like you know things aren't built for people that are different and and so I think just like those experiences of working with um people who are outcasted or like seen as different whether it be like their mental health like their ability the color of their skin where they come from combined with like my own personal experience and my cultural upbringing Mm -hmm. and then on top of it like the education that I received um really created that like fire inside of me to like do this type of work and like use my voice and become radicalized or like Mm -hmm. political um however you want to say it because yeah i I feel like almost everything in a way is political yeah Uh, i agree and honestly i don't think it's political when we're talking about human rights you know like right it's like it, it what is that like oxymoron in a way i don't know Hmm. yeah like with we just people just want to be treated like they're human right so mm-hmm. like 
that's when we say so when we say stuff like all black lives matter we are talking about all black lives okay not just not just the men not just the women you know what i'm saying the non-binary folks you know what i'm saying like we're talking about the trans folks we're talking about the people who have disabilities we're talking about the people who are who are immigrants children of immigrants you know like people just want to be treated as people um Mm -hmm. and I, i i hate that that part is so hard for people like for other people to understand um, mm-hmm. And I hate that it's such like a it's like a taboo topic um, to say that like people just want to be treated as human. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I hear you. It's um, I I feel like we just gotta like break. We have to break that stigma somehow. Of um, somehow I don't know. Like it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be taboo. You know. Um, yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, we're trying, you know, every day doing the work that we decided to do and then doing this podcast and just having the conversations that we have here and, you know, with our friends and family and with people. So it's just, it's, it's a step at a time. Right. We're talking about the long game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're talking about making a better future for the people who come after us, being responsible ancestors. Yes, you know be a responsible ancestor. Um, shout out to Eugene, man. We're coming. To, we're coming to Nola eventually, man. We're coming. But yeah, man. <laughs> like, uh, we got to be responsible ancestors. Um, and. That's why we made this podcast, right? It's literally that's yeah. why it's called implicitly awkward because it's an awkward conversation. But like, if you don't if you don't talk about it, then you know you're you're making it worse. Mm-hmm, you're complicit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Marcus, I want to thank you. You know, <laughs> this little question game that we played. Playing all types of games today, huh? Oh my <laughs> lord! Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you not me. Uh, okay. All uh, right. And on that note, <laughs> good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you don't, on- if, if you don't, uh, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, follow us at implicitly awkward. If you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at, at implicitly awk. That's a wrap up so quick. Yes, wrapping it up. And yeah. And and that was implicitly, implicitly. awkward. <laughs>